This episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast T-Shirt Collection. Are you a lawn entrepreneur and want to show your support for Lawn Care Nation? Well, why not sport one of my new podcast T-Shirt designs? They're available on Amazon.com, and for you Prime members, you get free two-day shipping. Go check them out at Amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Lawn Care Business Success. And thanks for your support. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, the weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational, to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Julio Tomei, and this is episode number 148, entitled... It's springtime, so start planning for winter. Well, hello, everybody, and thanks again for joining me this week on another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. I really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week and downloading those episodes, as well as, of course, uh, for the questions, the comments, the feedback that you guys have been sending through on a weekly basis. I really do appreciate it, as well as for those of you who have been uh, purchasing uh, the podcast T-shirts like I mentioned in last week's episode, uh, the sales have uh, been up recently uh, with a lot of you guys purchasing my uh, Entrepreneur t-shirt. Uh, so I really do appreciate you guys doing that and f- uh, as well for uh, sharing your pictures uh, of the shirt uh, and you wearing it on social media. Uh, like I said, it's, uh, you know, I really do appreciate it. It helps uh, support the show and any of the, um, you know, uh, money, uh, or royalties or, uh, commissions on any of the affiliate links or t-shirts or any of that stuff just gets reinvested back in to the Lawn Care Business Success podcast, uh, or YouTube channel, uh, and all of the, uh, services required to maintain, uh, doing a podcast. Podcast on a weekly basis, uh, such as uh, media hosting. So, uh, like I said, uh, thank you very much for all of you guys who have done that. Uh, so, this past week, uh, it was, uh, you know, the mowing season is in full swing here. Um, and uh, the weather has been pretty nasty um, in the beginning of spring. Some very, very heavy rain, um, you know, very consistently. Uh, I've been uh, cleaning out uh, some clogged mower decks quite often. Um, but the weather, finally, we had a break uh, where we had a few weeks with just a few light showers in between um, of consistently nice uh, sunny weather and almost uh, summertime temperatures at times. Um, <clears throat> so I took advantage of this week and obviously the timing was perfect as well uh, for the weather uh, to start my uh, aerations. Uh, for the season, the spring aerations. I do aerations twice a year, once in the spring, once in the fall. Uh, because of the constant rain here, uh, the ground is always getting compacted. So I'm doing uh, aerations twice a year. 
so I went to uh, dig out my aerator and I had to um, pull out a bunch of stuff to get to it in the garage, just a bunch of clutter and things. And one of the things that was in the way of the aerator was my um, 36 inch uh, X Mark Viking uh, mower. Now, you guys uh, may remember that I had purchased the uh, Xmark Viking uh, last summer in July to try out, uh, and I used it uh, for the month of July and was perfectly happy with the machine, um, but was, you know, constantly, you know, looking on Craigslist for uh, deals and things, and a 36-inch turf tracer had popped up, and I went to go look at that one uh, and actually uh, ended up purchasing that one in as well. So then I had these two, uh, commercial hydro walk behinds, uh, both 36 inch, uh, machines. And I really took a liking to the turf tracer just because of the floating deck, uh, and being able to, uh, just more easily change, uh, the height adjustment for the full range of heights possible on that machine. Um, so I decided at the time, you know, I would just keep the uh, Viking um, as a backup mower, uh, just in case something happens to the turf tracer. I can always, uh, you know, swap it out and use the uh, Viking. Uh, so that was the plan. And, you know, I thought maybe, you know, if I ever found a stand-on mower that I would... Uh, you know, get rid of uh, the Viking and then keep the turf tracer as a backup or just having those two types of mowers. So anyways, like I said, uh, I decided to uh, do my aerations and I had to pull out uh, the aerator and uh, it, uh, uh, part of the issue here was, uh, you know, trying to dig out uh, the machine uh, with, like I said, a bunch of clutter in the garage and uh, that uh, Viking being a part of the problem uh, just sitting there. So I decided in that moment that, no, you know what, I don't need a backup machine. I'm going to sell the Viking uh, and get rid of it because it's just been sitting here for now maybe seven months or eight months or however long it's been uh, since August there. Um, and I haven't used it once. Um, haven't even started it up since uh, I bought the Turf Tracer. So I put it on Craigslist and uh, within a few hours I started getting some uh, inquiries about it and... Um, you know, decided to sort of go, uh, sort of first come, first serve. Whoever emailed me first, I would, um, you know, I was answering questions with everybody who was emailing. Um, but as far as arranging a time to see the mower and all that sort of stuff, I sort of, uh, did it with the first person first, uh, and would move down the line from there. So anyways, I arranged to, uh, meet, uh, the person who was, uh, the first to, uh, uh, you know, email me about it. And, uh, who showed, uh, you know, uh, lots of interest, was asking a lot of questions and stuff. So I knew they were uh, serious about it. Um, and they, uh, you know, wanted to come and see it. So I arranged to meet them at a city park, uh, in a parking lot, um, sort of halfway between our two locations. And I figured, uh, this would be good because I didn't know if the person had any experience, um, with a walk behind before and, uh, figured, you know, uh, uh, City Park in the middle of the day uh, was, uh, you know, on a work sort of week um, would be empty and there'd be plenty of room for the person in the parking lot to, uh, you know, play around with the machine. And also there was 
in the particular corner that I was thinking of with the park, there was always uh, a section of grass, too, that we could always put the machine on and uh, have them uh, try the cutting as well. So, anyways, uh, you know, I arranged to meet them, and uh, I got to the park and, uh, you know, went to the corner that I was thinking of in the parking lot. And I noticed there was a, a landscaping truck and trailer, or what seemed to be a landscape truck and trailer, sort of parked in the middle of the parking lot, a few rows over. And uh, I wasn't sure if they were, if that was the person or if that was, um, you know, somebody maybe contracted at the park or, you know, whatever. Uh, so anyways, I, uh, you know, just pulled and waited and uh, sure enough, the person from that truck got out and started work walking, uh, towards me. Uh, and as they got closer, I opened, uh, you know, the door of my truck and I got out and they said, Hey, I know you, uh, I, uh, listen to all of your podcasts and, uh, watch your videos and it's helped me out, um, a lot. You give out such, uh, good information. Uh, and, uh, he says, I'm, uh, you know, started my, uh, uh own business. I'm going out on my own, uh, partly because of your podcasts. Um, so, you know, I was immediately sort of taken, uh, uh, you know, uh, back from that. I wasn't expecting that. I can usually, um, you know, like I say, in my area, uh, be, you know, going about my own business in, uh, you know, pretty much, uh, relative obscurity, um, you know, without anybody, um, really knowing about the podcast or the videos or anything like that. At least that's how I think of it, um, because I don't often have people coming coming up to me. I, I did mention earlier in the podcast a few weeks ago that somebody did recognize me at my dealer's uh, equipment demo day and came to talk to me. Um, but it was just interesting that, uh, you know, how it worked out here with the uh, selling of the machine that this person, uh, you know, followed me and recognized me uh, and... Uh, you know, was thanking me, um, for the information that I put out. So it was just, uh, just another, uh, surreal experience there. Um, it's, it's hard to put into words, um, you know, somebody, you know, face to face telling you, um, that the information that you have been putting out there has, you know, directly helped them, um, with their own business or getting off the ground or gave them the confidence or, you know, whatever the case may be, you get, you know, I get the emails on a weekly basis from people or comments on posts or, uh, you know, direct messages in Instagram and things like that. Uh, but when somebody's standing in front of you and saying it, it's a, a bit of a different experience. Um, and, uh, like I said, it was just very, uh, surreal, uh, about it. Uh, and, uh, he did end up, uh, really liking the machine and, uh, purchasing it. Um, so I was, uh, happy uh, about that as well, that, uh, you know, somebody that listens to the podcast and, um, you know, that I put, you know, so much time and effort and information out uh, and who is getting value from that directly is also going to be, um, you know, building their new business using, um, you know, a machine uh, that I previously used. Uh, so that's uh, just a neat, uh, you know, bit of the story as well. Uh, and uh, like I said, it just uh, was uh, a neat experience for me this uh, past week.
so on that note, um, you know, I started thinking about this person because they explained how they were, uh, you know, they had, uh, they're married and they had a, uh, a child and, uh, they were the only, um, you know, income earner for their family. And, uh, they were, uh, going to be going on their own that they had work or they work for a landscaping company as an employee. And, uh, you know, he was sort of telling me all of the different things that he does and, uh, and is able to do and, uh, how he's a go-getter and, uh, you know, really puts, uh, uh, you know, all of his effort into his work, um, and, uh, you know, I thought, uh, and I told him, wow, you're like, a, you're a great, uh, you know, candidate for going out on your own. I, that I, you know, I, I think he's gonna, uh, do fantastically on, out on his own because he's got the right mindset, um, and the right work ethic, uh, to make it work. Uh, and like I say, I had been uh, thinking about uh, this person uh, all past weekend, um, and it sort of led to this week's topic. Because they were uh, new in uh, the landscaping business, um, as far as going out on their own, um, you know, this topic of uh, it being spring and, uh, you know, Work is all getting underway for most of us. Some of us may have worked um, through the winter with snow removal and things like that. But for the majority of people doing lawn care, um, you know, they're just getting started now with the spring. And so now is the time uh, to start thinking about winter. Uh, and it seems funny because we just went through winter. Uh, but uh, I'm going to play the podcast announcements uh, and then uh, I'll explain more and, uh, you know, get into this episode in its entirety right after this. So stay tuned. Hey, guys, if you have any questions or comments about the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash contact. And while you're there, why not join my mailing list and get access to a free PDF document of a landscape maintenance contract you can feel free to copy and use in your own business. For you Instagram users out there, be sure to follow me at Lawn Care Business Success. And if you haven't checked out my videos yet, well, what are you waiting for? Be sure to subscribe to the Lawn Care Business Success YouTube channel. Now, I know you guys love listening to audio while you work as much as I do, so I've partnered up with Audible to offer you guys a free 30-day trial and two free audiobooks of your choice. There's no long-term commitments, and you can cancel any time. And get this, even if you cancel during your free trial period, you still get to keep the two free audiobooks. It's a great way to try the service and to see if Audible is right for you. So why not give it a try? Head on over to lawncarebusinesssuccess.com forward slash audible. Now back to the show. Okay, so before the break there, I was talking about uh, this week's topic about, um, you know, it's springtime, so start planning for winter. So what I mean by that, and like I said, uh, you know, talking to uh, that young entrepreneur who purchased my uh, Exmark Viking uh, from me on uh, the past week there and was, uh, you know, getting all of the equipment required, uh, to start his business. Um, he already had uh, a few accounts, um, was, uh, sharing some of his successes with me. 
and also letting me know that, uh, you know, he was um, the sole earner of his family. And so, like I said, this started getting me thinking all weekend about uh, him and his situation that he's in uh, and just starting out. And that big sort of giant leap of faith that it takes to uh, go out on your own. And some of the things you may not be thinking about, um, we can get completely consumed in especially this time of year in the springtime Um because it can be a lot easier at this time of year for work to be coming in. Um, you know, so many people are looking for landscapers and looking for, uh, you know, lawn cutting services and all that. Uh, and it can be um, very easy if you're just starting out and you don't have the past experience uh, of actually running uh, the business. You may have past experience of working in a landscaping business, but uh, maybe not the past experience of uh, running a landscaping business and being prepared and knowing um, what's to come in the future. Uh, and like I said, uh, by the title of this uh, podcast episode, it's springtime, so um, start planning for winter. So, of course, you have to take into consideration that uh, the lawn cutting season, as good as it may be right now, starting out and, the you know, your phone ringing and all that sort of stuff, that there will be a time very quickly um, where it's all going to come to an end for this season. And now is the time to start planning for that because you want to start planning now when the work is abundant. Uh, so you want to be making sure that you're, you know, putting money aside um, for that winter time. Uh, you want to make sure that you've got, you know, all your ducks in a row um, when it comes to collecting sales taxes and all that, and all the things I've talked about in the past about taking that sales tax and, uh, you know, opening a separate bank account for that and putting that in that separate bank account so that you're not touching it. Now, the way I do this is I just have my main business bank account, uh, and, uh, I have a, another account attached to that business account. Um, it's almost kind of like a sub account. Uh, my bank calls it a business investment savings account. Um, and basically, uh, it's there to store money. Um, and they don't charge any monthly fees on this extra account. Um, and they give you two free transactions per month, which for me is more than enough because I'm only really uh, transferring money into the account once a month and I'm only withdrawing money um, twice uh, throughout the whole year. And that is to, you know, um, either pay um, the sales tax uh, or to pay income taxes. So with that account, I use it for that specific uh, reason where I am 
making sure, uh, you know, that money, that sales tax that I've, you know, collected is put into that account at the end of each month when I'm billing all of my customers and also, uh, taking out a percentage, a set percentage of my gross sales, um, to account for the, income tax that I'll have to remit at the end of the year. Now, I just do this as a bulk number. Um, and of course, at the end of the year, uh, it's always lower than what I've put aside because I'm not taking into account uh, at the time of my billing all of the uh, write-offs and all that sort of stuff. Um, but I, you know, I like playing on the sort of safe side and putting more aside than needed. And then at the end of the year, I can just uh, withdraw that uh, amount, uh, the difference and put it back into my regular business account, whatever was not needed, uh, but just going on the safe side. Now, the other thing that you want to do, um, and this part depends completely up to you on, you know, how you are for budgeting and that is you may or may not need to open another account uh, for your sort of winter savings fund. Um, now, I don't use a separate account for this because I'm, you know, uh, very good with my budgeting. Um, and I just, you know, have it uh, sitting in the business account. Uh, but I just make sure that, uh, you know, I'm constantly saving and I'm, uh, always tightening my belt or, uh, sharpening my pencil when it comes to, um, you know, expenditures, uh, for the business or, uh, for life in general and making sure, you know, I've always got in my mind that, you know, winter time uh, will be coming, and winter time here is typically uh, at least um, four months, uh, sometimes five months, uh, depending on uh, you know the weather and your bills that you're paying, whether it's uh, monthly car payments uh, or mortgages, groceries, utilities, cell phone bills, internet. Um, you know, web hosting, um, media hosting for this podcast, all that sort of stuff that still has to be paid. Um, car maintenance, um, you know, the list goes on and on and on. And, you know, as for me, I generally find that, uh, once the season ends, I'm pretty stingy. Um, with my money, um, till about, uh, the new year, uh, Christmas. And then because it's sort of halfway through the winter season, I start to loosen, um, the purse strings a bit and, uh, can sort of judge better. Um, you know, depending on, on, uh, you know, uh, where I'm at budget wise. Uh, and then I start, um, you know, letting myself, um, you know, once all of the Christmas gifts and all that sort of stuff that you know are coming are all taken care of, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm more stingy for sort of expenditures on myself, uh, on those little, um, rewards and things or toys or, uh, you know, electronics or gizmos or, you know, 
camera accessories or whatever it is that you like buying, I'm, you know, sort of, uh, like I said, more stingy about that, um, between the end of the season and, uh, through to the new year. And then once the new year hits and all of those sort of big winter bills, the, you know, especially through the holidays are done, I can better judge for myself how much is left in that winter fund, how many months are left. Uh, and then I start to, uh, you know, purchase, uh, little things for myself, uh, that I've, you know, maybe have been wanting, uh, or needing, uh, for the podcast or for, uh, you know, camera gear or whatever it is, um, you know, whatever it is that you're into hobby wise or things like that. Uh, and I sort of go about it that way. And that's, what's worked for me. But the most important thing is to remember that right now, at the beginning of the season is where that all begins is where you want to make sure that you are uh, getting all of that stuff ready. Uh, particularly, you know, depending on your budget and your situation, um, you know, are you, um, a younger uh, kid who is uh, still maybe living at home with your parents. Maybe you don't have um, as many bills and things like that. Maybe uh, you just have a vehicle and, uh, you know, the payments or uh, the maintenance and fuel and stuff that go with that. And that's all you have to worry about. Uh, but maybe you are, um, you know, have your own place and, you um, you know, you're married or, you know, you have a child and things like that. And your responsibilities are, uh, larger. Um, and if you're the sole income earner, uh, then this is, you know, you really want to make sure that you are, uh, buckling down on those expenditures, uh, because you can't necessarily count on winter, uh, for, your income. I've seen, you know, in the past where guys have, uh, in my area at least, uh, have say, uh, purchased snow plows, uh, spent, you know, six, seven, eight thousand dollars on a snow plow set up for their vehicles. And, you know, then we don't get any snow. I remember one particular time where we got hammered with snow, uh, and people were not prepared. And so they went out and purchased snow plows and, uh, you know, got these s snow plows and uh, things <clears throat> installed on their truck, um, you know, sort of at the very tail end of the winter because of just the amount of time it took and how busy it was for these uh, places installing these uh, snow plows and things like that. And, uh, you know, they got maybe... Uh, you know, uh, one or two days of snow. And then, uh, you know, the snow ended for the season and, uh, they were all fine with it. Cause they're like, they're prepared for next year. And then it literally did not snow significantly for three seasons after that, where we only got maybe one day of snow each year, um, for those next three seasons. And they literally were sitting on this $8,000 investment, um, you know, during that time. So, you know, you have to be 
wary of things like that. You can't rely on, you know, um, I'm not going to uh, put money aside because when winter comes, I'm just going to do snow plowing. Uh, because like I said, we may not get any snow, you know, that season. You know, the, it may be a wild, mild winter for you. The only thing that you can sort of guarantee, and this isn't even always the case either, is that the grass is going to grow for the season, the typical season in your area. So you can guarantee that that's, you know, the income uh, or your opportunity for income in a lawn care business, um, you know, for that season. But again, things can change there. We've seen areas where they get hit by uh, droughts that, you know, dry out everything. Um, you know, in my area, when the summer hits, regardless of the amount of uh, rain and stuff that we get, when the summer hits and everything dries out, um, if it goes long enough without rain, um, they already automatically have uh, watering restrictions here, um, which is kind of funny. Um, they actually start on May 1st. Um, and, uh, you know, despite the amount of rain that we get here, um, they stem from, I think 20 or 25 years ago when we had a really bad drought here, uh, they imposed these watering restrictions and they just kept them, uh, every year. So during the, um, you know, from May till about October, the watering restrictions come into play and basically it's just mainly about uh, water usage and watering your lawns. So you're allowed to water your lawn once a week during those periods of time where, um, you know, before that you can water, you know, pretty much as much as you want if you needed to. So after May to October, you can only water uh, once per week and usually um, in the middle of the night, like, um, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning is the window, uh, because they don't want, if you are watering the water to just be evaporating in the hot sun. Uh, so they're, you know, been getting pretty strict about, uh, that sort of thing. Now, if you're reseeding a lawn or doing something like that, or putting new sod, you can apply to the city and just get a permit and that'll let you water for uh, 28 days as much as you need to. But generally, you know, these water restrictions are into play. So there's, you know, that you have to consider as well, that even though you're in the lawn cutting and this is your sort of, you know, quote unquote guaranteed income, that even that income is not so guaranteed, uh, depending on the conditions, uh, that may happen if it gets, uh, you know, very, very warm. Uh, and you have uh, little precipitation or rain happening. So you want to make sure that you are planning ahead um, with all of the things that I've talked about in this podcast, um, you know, over the course of the last few years, uh, when it comes to, um, you know, uh, putting your um, nuts away for the winter, uh, you know, I call it always the art of the squirrel, uh, and, uh, making sure that you put enough away for the winter so that you can survive, especially if, um, you are in a situation like my new friend who, uh, you know, purchased my Viking where they are the sole income earner. 
um, you know, you may, depending on how business goes for that first year on his own, you know, he may have to pick up a secondary job throughout the winter uh, to supplement, um, you know, some of the income that he may be able to make throughout the winter if he continues uh, to work through the winter uh, with other projects. We had talked about, um, you know, some of the projects that you could do, uh, like uh, building decks and things like that. Um, and uh, he seemed to be more than uh, capable to do that sort of stuff and uh, expressed his interest in wanting to do more than just mowing and get into larger landscape projects and stuff like that as well. And, uh, you know, he told me his experience with his past um you know, employer, how he knew how to drive a bobcat and an excavator and all that sort of stuff. So he already had a, a you know, a large, uh, jump, uh, in that sense, uh, to be able to be comfortable on machines like that, to allow for larger projects. So as long as you're, you know, planning ahead of time and making sure that you've got, uh, you know, all your I's dotted and your T's crossed, uh, for that in, you know, in, impending winter that will be coming, uh, whether you like it or not, or that, uh, slower season, um, where lawn cutting, you know, maybe you're in summer like, um, uh, like my friend Martin in, uh, Australia there mowing and growing. I'm sure you, a lot of you guys know, uh, Martin, uh, from his YouTube channel, uh, and Instagram account. So maybe a lot of you guys are like Martin and you're in somewhere like that where lawn cutting is year long. It may not be as, um, you may not be needing to be cutting as often, um, through your winter time season or off season. Um, but you're still occasionally cutting or maybe cutting every few weeks throughout the whole year that it, you know, doesn't typically stop. Um, so everybody's plan or what they need or what they require is going to be different um, because of the different regions we live in, uh, the different businesses that we all have, uh, the different services that we all provide. And that's why with something like this, I can only give a, uh, you know, guideline on what's worked for me um, over the past 13 years working in the region of North America known as uh, essentially the Pacific Northwest, where we get a lot of rain. Um, we get snow occasionally. Uh, the lawns do go dormant uh, for the winter um, anywhere from, uh, you know, the beginning of November through, you know, uh, to uh, March. Uh, and lawn cutting is essentially uh, done for the season. Uh, and uh, you either, um, you know, focus on other things. Um, you can do some uh, smaller jobs, uh, prunings and cleanups and things like that. Uh, but there is always a time where, uh, you know, your business will shut down if you're not doing, um, say, landscape projects that you could continue doing through the winter, like maybe doing, um, cedar fencing or things like that, that you could actually do, um, those types of projects. 
Um, but if you're strictly doing lawn care, I know a lot of you guys that listen to this uh, only like to do lawn care. Uh, these are the things you want to think about that. Uh, and it's, it's so easy to, you know, especially coming off of a, a winter. And I know a lot of you guys, uh, you know, somebody sent me a picture this past weekend um, saying, I know you'd get a kick out of this. Uh, and they were showing uh, some snow happening. And it's like, wow, this is like the last weekend before May. And there's still snow falling in some spots. Uh, and that's just insane. Um, you know, so it can be tough to, you know, finally get this springtime weather and sort of the newfound abundance of work. And to forget that, you know, that winter will be coming soon enough and to make sure that you're, you start preparing yourself now so that, uh, you don't find yourself getting into trouble, uh, when winter does, uh, happen. Uh, so, uh, hopefully you guys, uh, you know, found some value in this week's episode in this week's, uh, you know, reminders about winter. Um, I know, uh, you guys don't want to think about it. Uh, I know I don't. Um, but it's just something, it becomes easier and easier each and every year. Uh, you know, for me, it's just absolutely automatic now, uh, putting that money aside. I don't even think about it. Um, as soon as I start you know, doing those monthly bills and charging people's credit card. I don't even wait, um, for the money. Cause it can take, you know, two days or three days. Sometimes after I charge credit cards before that money's in my account, I don't even wait for the money to come into my account. As soon as I, uh, bill out their credit cards, I just take, uh, because there's always some savings there floating in the, that, uh, business account. Um, I just take, Whatever the equivalent is in taxes and the percentages that I put aside each month, I just take that automatically out of the savings that is sitting there and put it into those accounts so that I don't have to think about it again after that. And I don't have to uh, try to remember to do that after. And then, you know, two days later, whatever, when that those credit card payments, uh, you know, come through, then it's automatically just, you know, sort of paid back into that uh, that account. Uh, so it just makes it very, very easy. So uh, that's it for this week, guys. Here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business. Bye for now. <laughs>